Hi guys, thank you guys so much for joining. Like, share, tag this live, please. I wanna start off by first thanking you guys for taking the time out to join me on this live discussion of rejection and the new book, my new release book, Well Kept. Thank you guys so much to everyone who has reached out for the congratulations, for the prayers, for the support, for those of you who have bought a book, for those of you who have brought, bought um, promotional items, t-shirts, masks, water bottles. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your support. I definitely appreciate it. I want to start off with a quick prayer. Um, so very briefly, Father, we thank you for this time. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to be able to come together, Lord God. I thank you now. Then I pray right now that you bless each and every person on this live, Father God, for taking the time out to make the sacrifice to come and to be imparted into, Father. I thank you now that everything is that is released on this live tonight, Father God, gives answers. It brings clarity. It brings break, breakthrough and deliverance to your people in the authority in Jesus' name. Now, I thank you now, Father, that they are empowered to go forth and do what you would have them to do in Jesus name we pray amen so the topic for tonight is rejection I am pretty sure that all of us have experienced rejection in some way shape form or fashion some of us more often than not and rejection is in my own personal definition no and especially I can say as women, we don't like the word no. I don't like being told no. And it's a form of rejection. It makes you feel some type of way. It makes you um, raise your eyebrow, especially if it's fleeky, y'all. But anyway, seriously. So it, it makes you feel some type of way. It, it's being pushed away. It's being turned away. It's, you know, a denial. So... Rejection, what I found out pretty recently is that it's rooted in fear and it's rooted in pride. And that kind of stung me. So I wanted to share my experience with you guys and, and how, you know, I overcame it and how I was able to use it to help me and not hinder me anymore. So it's rooted in, in fear because, or in pride to begin with because for me personally, I felt like I can't be told no. Who are you? Even, even down to my parents, like, why would you tell me no? Who are, who are you to tell me no? You're my parents. And you're supposed to say yes, especially in relationships uh, with our significant others. We love, it's, we love to say, um, you know, if you love me, you will do this. If you love me, you will do that. As a form of manipulation to kind of get what we want so that we're not rejected. And even when, you know, especially women, when you're when you're walking down the street, you're looking good and somebody try to holler at you and you be like, oh, no, no, I got a man or whatever. And then they spaz out on you and you're looking like, you mad? Because I told you no. Like, it's rejection. Everyone handles rejection in a different way. So it hurts their pride. It hurts their ego because they feel like, the, the fact that they took the, the initiative to actually approach you or to say anything to you lets you know that they felt like they could get you or they could talk to you or that you should talk to them. They felt entitled to a conversation with you. And you telling them no is a ego bruiser. It's, it's a pride killer. 
So, same thing, That that's a general statement, that was just an example. But pride, uh, of course, goes before destruction. Now, it is also rooted in fear because it's, it's a fear of not being adequate. It's a fear of not being enough. So just like the fear of failure, you fail because you don't want to be rejected because you don't want to feel like you weren't good enough to make it happen. It, you, you don't do what you should do, procrastination, which I have personally struggled with a lot in the past. You know, I, I take my time in doing things because I don't want to face what it is that I have to face to be able to get to my next level or to go to the next step. So it's, it's rooted in fear and we take rejection as a bad thing, but it's not always bad. There is bad rejection. There is demonic rejection that it is sent to cripple you. It's sent to hinder you. It's sent to stop you from doing what you're supposed to be doing. So rejection can, is, is a push or pull. Depending on your maturity level and your mindset, is how rejection will affect you because uh, rejection can also be divine. So if you are constantly being rejected over the same things over and over and over again, then there's something that you're missing in, in the rejection. There's a reason that you're being rejected. Me, for instance, when I was in high school, I was like, I'm going to work at McDonald's. <laughs> I really want to work at McDonald's. I really want to be a cashier. Very badly, I wanted to work at a fast food restaurant period that's one of my that's that's a transparent moment but i really want to work at mcdonald's i really want to work at a fast food restaurant i want to be a cashier and i will always get rejected and i knew for a fact that i'm qualified for this position my availability is there i'm i'm bright and bubbly and you know i have good customer service skills so why won't you hire me even with um inside connections i have inside connections i've been uh personally referred by one of the managers there along with all of the other other good qualities and traits that i have to bring to the position but i will always get denied and i'm like how am i getting denied from mcdonald's how am i getting denied from taco bell how am i getting denied from burger king like what you mean no what you mean you found somebody better? What you mean I'm, I'm overqualified for this position? Pride. Pride, entitlement. So I had to, ugh. however, so pride is a, I'm sorry, rejection can also be a form of redirection. So me constantly being rejected from those positions. Now I'm not downplaying um, those type jobs. I'm talking about my personal situation, my personal um, relationship, or my personal direction in life. So me being rejected from those job opportunities was God's way of redirecting me because I really, really, y'all don't understand how badly I wanted to work at a fast food restaurant. Like you would have thought like I want to be president. That, that's how bad I want to work at a fast food restaurant. So, 
me being rejected from those positions was God's way of redirecting me. It was his way of telling me, this is not what I have for you. This is not your time. And, it, and for some people, it may just be for a season. This is not the time. However, sometimes we take it upon ourselves and we take it into our own hands to uh, make it happen. Now, it's always good to have a go-getter mentality. It's always good to have a hustler mentality. Yeah, I was talking about my McDonald's experience. So yeah, I kept being rejected from that position or a, a customer service in, in a fast food restaurant in general, but it was God's way of telling me, of redirecting me, telling me that's not the way I want you to go. That's not where you're supposed to be right now. So you also have to be able to discern seasons and timings to be able to move, move accordingly and be in the right place and in the right posture where you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to be there. So rejection can, the truth can feel like rejection because we talked very briefly about it, um, during the launching but we don't like the truth the truth hurts sometimes and sometimes it takes us a minute to process the truth to actually you know at the initial point where we're presented with the truth we're like you know we're, we're snapping we're rolling our neck you know we feel some type of way however once we actually take the take a minute to sit down and actually process through what was said we can actually pinpoint the truth in what was said. Take the meat, leave the bone. Whatever is for you, take it and run with it. Whatever is not, leave it there and, and don't revisit it. So rejection can sometimes feel like the truth. You got to be able to actually, you know, take it with a grain of salt and keep moving. Um, so we're all bosses in our own right. We all, you know, are leaders in our own right. And I had an extreme fear of rejection extreme fear of rejection because I didn't like being told no. So I was also kind of like, I've, I've been the peacemaker for a long time and being a leader, I found out very quickly that you cannot be a leader and be a peacemaker. You just can't do it. You can't please everybody. Everything is not going to always go the way that you expect them to. Everybody is not going to always, is not, will not always like your decisions. However, you have to make sure you're doing the, the right thing and what's best for you and what's best for your team and what's best for those connected to you. So if you are a leader, you call yourself a leader in any capacity, you're a boss in any capacity, it's best that you learn now to to take that rejection that you feel from some of your subordinates or some of your followers or some of your friends, some of your family, and just take it with a grain of salt because you have to speak the truth. Of course, you have to speak it in love and kindness and everybody ain't gonna always like it, but the truth is the truth. And you don't wanna suppress the truth just because it's gonna make somebody feel some type of way. And that's been my problem for a long time. I'm glad that I'm finally able to push past and process past that, but that was my problem for a long time. I wanna be the peacemaker. Oh, I don't want anybody to dislike me. Oh, if I take your side, then they gonna dislike me. Or if I take their side, they gonna dislike me. But if you stand your ground and stand on middle, middle ground and speak the truth and stand on the truth, then whoever doesn't like you, then they're not for you. You know. If you want to elevate in any level, if you want to be promoted, 
people are going to fall off. People are going to fall off. And right, it's people pleasing. People pleasing is an infection from rejection. Always wanting to be the peacemaker is an infection from rejection. Always wanting to, uh, overextending yourself is an infection from rejection. Taking, taking, uh, trying to fix everything and trying to fix everybody, trying to be Captain Sable, y'all know what, is an infection from rejection. So, it's, it's not even, because I, me personally, I don't believe any relationships are neutral. I believe that they're either pushing you to where you need to be or they're pulling you away from where you need to be. They're, even, they're either pushing you into darkness or they're pulling something great out of you. So if you, if you take the stance of, this, of the truth, if you take the stance of what is right, then whoever don't like it, they're just not going to like it. If they're meant to be in your life and they're meant to be your friend and you guys are meant to have a connection or to be in covenant in any capacity, then they'll come back. They'll humble themselves because you're never going to be wrong for telling the truth. It's just not going to happen. Anger, rage can be a signs and symptoms of, of infection from rejection. You know, we, we me, I'm going to talk about myself. Suppress all of these emotions, we suppress all of these emotions and, and, and we pack them down until somebody press the right button and then we explode. Everybody can get it. Whoever that lucky person is, the last person that, that pressed the button or said something wrong, they're going to get it for everybody. That's an infection from rejection because you, you've been, you've been uh, being the peacemaker for so long. You've been trying to maintain these relationships and these friendships by not speaking your peace or not speaking your truth for so long. So all of this stuff has just been bottled up and it's, it is been suppressed and it's just been sitting there bubbling and stirring and now it's all coming out. That's an infection from rejection. Feeling like, you know, you're not good enough. Feeling inferior to other people, to other things. Feeling like you don't deserve, you know, anything. Feeling like you're not worth a sacrifice. You're not worth someone coming up and meeting that standard. You're not worth receiving. Is an infection from rejection. And that's something that I've recently uh, dealt with. Because I would give and give and give, but I didn't know how to receive. And I didn't realize that I didn't know how to receive. And if anybody does any, if anybody did anything for me, I felt like I had to repay them in some way. Because I didn't feel like, I, for one, I didn't want anybody to be able to hang anything over my head and be like, oh, I did this for her, I did that for her, I did this for you. You know, some people tend to do that. They, they take what they've done for you when you didn't even ask them to do it and they use it against you. They try to hang it over your head. They try to use it to defame your character and make you look bad. And I wasn't with that. It, it, it's happened before. So in my mind, I had made up my mind that nobody is ever going to do anything for me for free without me doing something for them or without, you know, an, an even exchange. That's an infection from rejection because I'm worth somebody doing something for me and not having to do anything return in return. I'm worth receiving something and not having to do anything for it. Those are seeds that I've sown in the past. Those are, those are, uh, that's a harvest for me to reap. You know, people giving me things, people doing kind things for me, people saying nice things for me, to me. 
because I've sown those seeds and I'm very mindful of sowing those seeds and whatever we sow, we will reap. So why shouldn't I receive a, a favor? Why shouldn't I receive a kind word? Why shouldn't I receive gifts just because? Not for me doing anything, but just because. Why, why shouldn't I? I'm worth that. And, I, and I've done it before. I'm worth that. Why not? Another infection from rejection is shutting down. So somebody tell you no, something you really want. Somebody tell you no, woe is me. It's been, I'm talking about me. I ain't talking about y'all. I'm talking about me. Woe is me. Oh, they told me no. Life is over. I'm just going to hide. I'm going to go in my room. I'm going to shut down. I'm going to, you know, woe is me. That's an infection from rejection. If you're going to be a leader or you're going to be a boss in any capacity, you're going to have to learn how to push past and press, press through all that mess. Kick down walls. Because there's a difference between rejection and opposition. Rejection is one thing. Opposition is going to come, but opposition is not there to stop you. Opposition is there to strengthen you. So if you continue to press past the opposition and your muscles are, are being built, you, you're being conditioned to press forward. Whereas if you, you're being rejection and there's two different emotions that comes with them as well. So don't allow opposition to, to give you a response of rejection. Opposition, those, those are those obstacles that are uh, inevitable. Rejection is inevitable as well, but opposition are obstacles. So there's a way to get around or to work through opposition. Rejection, you overcome and keep put and keep pressing. You you don't stop. You don't stop. You just keep going. But rejection is also proof that you are a cornerstone. So if you're not experiencing rejection, if you're not experiencing opposition then what's the purpose of you doing what you're doing? Everybody is not supposed to like what you're doing, especially if you're doing it for the right reason with the right heart. Everybody is not going to like you. And that was something that was hard for me to accept because I wanted everybody to like me. I'm a very loving and outgoing person. As a matter of fact, just earlier this week, I was, you know, pouting because I just want everybody to love me. I, I love everybody. But it's, it's not going to happen like that. It, it's not that easy. The, the enemy is never going to let it be that easy. So you're always going to be faced with some kind of opposition. You're always going to be rejected. Re rejected. Rejection is inevitable. And that's something that I've learned. Jesus experienced rejection. So who are you to not? That was that, that was a pride killer for me when I had to face that, that reality. So um, the way to overcome rejection, though, let's, let's talk about that for a minute. Because rejection can have you stuck. And, and the purpose is to, to overcome and prosper through. Overcoming and prospering through. Rejection. Seasons of rejection. Again, rejection is inevitable. Rejection is not something that you can just whoop, pass over. So the main key, and y'all gonna have to buy the book for the rest of it, but the main key to overcoming and prospering through rejection is to change your mindset. Shift your mindset. Shift the way that you engage situations and people. 
take it as a lesson learned because when rejection becomes repetitive, then there's something you're missing. It's some lesson that you're not getting. There's some blessing that you should be getting that you won't redirect to receive. So when you experience rejection repetitively and repetitively and repetitively, redirect, shift your mindset. What I do personally is say, what is in this that I'm not getting? What is this? Even down to people, because for me, again, I'm speaking for myself, when people, when somebody reject me, my first mindset used to be, oh, they just ain't for me. Oh, it ain't meant to be. However, how bad do you want it? Because if you want it bad enough and they have something that you know you need, why would you allow rejection to stop you? Why would you allow rejection to keep you from getting your answer? So this was me with, with my mentor. I'm like, okay, she ain't reached back out to me, so it must be ain't meant to be. Oh, she ain't reached back out to me, oh, she must ain't got time. Antonio told me, how bad do you want it? She got your answer, go get it. You gonna stop because you like, because you, like, like what? Is it that easy for you to be discouraged is it that easy for you to be deterred from the person you know have your answer you know what your answer is and you're gonna allow rejection to stop you from getting it well y'all needless to say i'm connected anyway yeah change your mindset change the way you approach things change the way you interact with things so when you're rejected is this for me first of all is this for me was I led to, to do this or to connect or to engage? Or was it just something that I wanted to do? Is there a purpose for me engaging? What can I get out of what I'm trying to get? What, what good is it really going to serve me? That's what, that's what you need to know to make a, a sound decision on whether it's rejection or whether it's opposition. Because that what I experienced with my mentor is not, wasn't, it was rejection, but it was in the form of opposition. It was because once the connection was made, great things would happen. Fruit would bud forth. However, I had to be able to press through and overcome that rejection because Everybody know that, you know, listen, ain't nobody holier than thou. And I, I'm not going to sit here and fake like, oh, my mind is just, you know, all peaches and cream. Those thoughts, those crazy thoughts still come in my mind. I have to put them down. I'm more disciplined in pulling those thoughts down. But it don't mean that they don't come. So... I can't allow rejection to overtake me. I once allowed rejection to overtake me so badly too. I just shut down, shut the world out, shut my family out for months. Didn't talk to anybody, didn't connect with anybody and basically was dying inside. And that's where most people are. You're sitting there, you allow, you've allowed rejection to, to take residence in your spirit and in your soul. And, and it's just eating away like a cancer. Instead of uproot that, that thing out of your spirit and look at it and say, what am I supposed to get out of this? What is there for me to learn out of this? How can I use this for my good? 
just like those rocks that people will constantly throw at you, use them as building blocks. Same thing with, with rejection. That's with any season you go through. How can this strengthen me? What's the purpose of me going through this? Nothing is by happenstance. Everything happens for a reason. Divine or demonic, either way, you have to make the conscious decision to use it use it as a, a, a make it a positive thing make it a divine thing find divinity in it so change your mindset change your perception see the glass half full as opposed to half empty now i know that we have some realists we have some people that are super logical you know but you have to train your mind muscle muscle memory goes for your mind as well if you train yourself to always see the positive side of things then that's all you'll see you're more likely to persevere when you are trained to see the positive side of things because you'll engage things from a positive aspect and if i always engage everything like oh woe is me of course it's going to be woe is me if i go into a job interview saying oh it's a thousand people in here i'm not going to get this job i'm less likely to get the job as opposed to me going into a job interview saying, I got this. What's for me is for me. I'm claiming this right now. And I'm going to walk your hand off and kill it. Period. The job is mine. That's how it usually works. And I wasn't doing that when I tried to get my job at McDonald's, y'all. Because I was really in my feelings about this job at McDonald's for years. And I'm not just talking about... Uh, a day or two a week or two no for years i really wanted to work at mcdonald's and they would not hire me like i'm like i'm overqualified for this position and y'all just won't hire me why won't y'all hire me it wasn't for me that wasn't mine and i wasn't declaring it to be mine either so i had what is for you will always be for you know what's for you because the things that are for you you can call them forth Speak to it, and it's going to come. Manifestation, speak to it, and it's going to come. So, change your perception, people. Change your mindset. Engage things from a different aspect. Even rainy days. I, I, I see the best in, in, in the craziest thing. All hell can be breaking loose. The sky is falling. And whew, not for me. Not for me. My boss, everything going wrong in the office and I'm just bopping through. She said, if only I had an ounce of your faith. She just don't know what it, what it has taken to get to the point of building my mindset up, up to be able to look at things from a positive aspect. Yeah, things look crazy now, but it ain't going to always look like that. That's what we talked about on the last slide, fact versus truth. Yeah, it's raining outside, but the truth is, or yeah, I'm crying right now. Yeah, yes, everything is dark and gloomy, but joy comes in the morning. That's the truth versus a fact. So facts, the truth doesn't negate a fact. However, the truth overpowers a fact. And if you choose to speak the truth over facts, then the truth will come forth. So that's what I got for you guys tonight. Give just a second. If you are here and you're on the live, leave a comment. We're going to choose somebody to get a promo pack. Men are included in the drawing. So leave a comment. Leave your name. Let's see. Yep. 
do you guys have any questions? Questions about overcoming rejection? Questions about uh, prospering through these seasons? Questions about a specific, you know, type of rejection that you've experienced? And if you're not comfortable leaving the, the question on the live, write me. DM me. If you have my number, text me. I am surrendering to the process to be able to help people to overcome things that I've overcome. And that's what this book is all, all about. I've gone through some things and I went through them silently. My mom said the other day, where was I when you was going through all this? Some of y'all know my mama. Y'all know how she is. Where was I when you were going through all of this? It's some pretty heavy seasons, some pretty heavy scenarios in this book that most people go through alone. A lot of people go through these seasons alone. Most people don't, they, they just feel their way through. They just get through the best they can. And those are the people who only survive. They, they only, they only survive. They don't, they don't thrive through these seasons. They don't come out with what they're meant to come out with. Okay, what are a few signs that will let you know that you're stuck in rejection? Lack of progress, number one. Lack of fruit, the way that you engage. Because once you embrace rejection, you're hesitant to go forth. You're hesitant to engage other things and other people. You're hesitant. You, you, you begin to embrace a fear of failure when you are stuck in rejection what should be the first thing you do to overcome rejection repent <laughs> that's always the first thing you do pluck it up out your spirit and change your mindset a mindset shift will change your life i told y'all once your once your head come out your body has to follow change your mindset get your mind out first once your mind come out, then everything else will follow. Speak positive affirmations over yourself. There was a whole season where I had to write on my bathroom mirror, how bad do you want it? Every morning I went in there to brush my teeth, I would just stand there. That's the first thing I see. How bad do you want it? It was a reminder for me to continue to press forward. It was a reminder for me to be more disciplined. It was a reminder for me to speak life over myself and my situation as opposed to just embracing rejection and embracing those negative feelings and emotions. So, yeah, those, change your mindsets. Those, those silent battles, get out. And, and that's another thing. It'll cause you to go into a depression. And depression is definitely a silent killer. And most of us don't like to talk about it because it, it's deemed a taboo or, or, or an uh, embarrassing subject. But it's real. And I've gone through that as well. When I, when I, I, I'm more disciplined now to when I feel myself going in that mode, I literally get up and go out. I don't sit and I don't, you know, stay in. I don't sit in it. There's some things that you have to sit in to actually process through. However, rejection is not one of them. Get up. Depression is not one of them. Get up. Go out. Move. Engage. Smile. Intentionally smile. Put on clothes. Do your hair. Even when you don't want to. Don't sit in it. Don't wallow in it. You, you have to change your mindset. 
Yeah, I'm going through it right now, but it ain't going to stop me. Yeah, you know, things are crazy on my job, but I'm still going to go and I'm still going to praise my way through. Worship then got me through some of the worst times in my life. Just saying. These are, the, these are things that I know for a fact that works, that have worked for me. And I've been in the pit. Um, let's see. Signs of signs that you are stuck in rejection. Okay, so when is a mind if your mindset, if you everything you engage or everything you experience, you're always looking at it from a negative aspect. Then, then that's a defense mechanism. That's an infection from rejection, victimization. You're you're always um you're you're always the victim. You're everybody else is always wrong. You can see what everybody else does, but you can't embrace that you played a part in it no one can do anything or make you feel any type of way without your consent so somewhere along the lines we consent to allowing people to reject us no i'm a boss i'm a strategist i have wisdom i pray for wisdom so you reject me is this divine or is this demonic? Is this opposition or, or is this reje really rejection? Because it may not be rejection. It may just be opposition. Maybe it's a wall that you're, that you're meant to kick down, that you're meant to plow through. Some of the things you look forward to once you come out of rejection. Happiness. Real, genuine happiness. Joy better opportunities opportunities because those opportunities that you wouldn't have engaged when you were stuck in rejection you're engaging them now and, and whereas when you were in the rejection mindset you were going into that job interview saying all these people here i probably ain't gonna get it i'm gonna just go anyway you're going into claiming this is mine this is what i'm here for let it manifest. You're, you can definitely look forward to more fruit. You can look forward to more positive life and just the, the doors that will open for you as a result of taking that one step to overcome rejection and to push past rejection and to not let life pass you by by just sitting and wallowing in it. Unexplainable, undeniable. Okay, so if you do not already have the book, you can get the book from the well-kept page. You can get the book from the well-kept page. DM the well-kept page um, for your book. There should, if you're in the Pahokee area, um, it can be delivered to you. If you're in the Tampa area, it can be delivered to you. Um, if you're anywhere else, because so far we've shipped to Connecticut, we've shipped to California, we've shipped to New York. So wherever you are, just DM the well-kept page, like the well-kept page. Um, you'll get a, a souvenir with your purchase as well. The books now are $15. Um, if you want pro other merchandise, t-shirts, uh, water bottles, masks, DM the well-kept page and, and someone will respond to you. Usually we're very prompt on responding, but you'll definitely receive a response within 24 hours. Um, let me see. Any questions? All right, you guys. Drum roll, please.
time for the drawing. Ooh, the drawing. Promo. Ooh, promo. Hey, hey. Okay, so the winner is, and I'm not choosing the winner. I have somebody else choosing the winner. The winner is Quana. Quana Abbott, you are the winner of this week's promo drawing. Congratulations. Do me a favor. If you already have the book, great. If you do not, DM the World Cat page. Give me your shirts, your t-shirt size, and send me an address. And it will be shipped to you. Congratulations. Um, the lives are moving to Thursdays. We're going to be doing the second and the fourth Thursday of every month. And we're just going to take the time to um, talk about some of these things that are not commonly talked about. You know, they're so taboo and they shouldn't be. These, these topics, you know, nobody addresses them. Nobody, you know, gets to the root of them. Nobody prays with you to uproot them. And, you know, you're worth the time. I didn't feel like I was worth somebody taking the time to actually labor with me and actually go through the process with me. But somebody did. And I'm grateful for the people that did. There, there was a whole ministry that labored with me and that, that began to uproot these things out of my spirit. And then there were other people that came along in the process to, to kind of till the ground to create a solid foundation. You have to make sure you have people around you who are speaking to your purpose. Have people around you who are speaking to your purpose. Those little sideways uh, comments, those Judas, because that's what they are, haters. They, they hate on the slide. They make these little sick, slick comments about, you know, who you are and how much people love you and what you have and, you know, what's uncalled for and not necessary or that you're doing too much. No, you ain't doing too much. Be great. They ain't doing enough. Tell them, come up hither, baby. Don't, don't, queens and kings, they don't get out of their chariots to, to, to throw tomatoes with, with peasants. And if the shoe fit, wear it. That's what you tell them. I don't get out of my chariot to throw tomatoes with peasants, period. Come up here. You gotta, you gotta surround yourself with bosses. You gotta surround yourself with people who want better for you and for themselves. You got to surround yourself with people who going to push you. Not, there is no neutral relationship. Why are you in my life? If you're not pushing me to where I'm supposed to be going, then why are you here? Don't condone the things that you know will set me back. What is your purpose for being here? Right, Delsha, we're seated in, in, in heavenly places. Calls people, be the type of person that calls people to come up. Don't don't stoop to their level. Now there's a difference between, you know, meeting someone where they are and stooping to their level. Don't stoop to their level. You know, cause them to come up. Be the example. Be that person that, you know, people want to be and not not as an idol, but be I strive personally to be the person to be for somebody to look, to look at me and say, "God is real." I knew her, I've known what she's done, but I also know that only God can make the changes that she's made, that his hand had to be in it. His hand has to be on her life. I've done some crazy things in my past. Half of the stuff I've done, my family don't even know about. They don't know about it, but I'm free now. I can talk about them, maybe on the next live. I'll talk about some of the things that I've done and I've experienced. I'm not proud of them, 
but I'm not ashamed of them because I'm free from them and they've shaped who I am today. I tell my daughter all the time, like, you're a blessing. You saved my life. Like, you saved my life. I was on a path to destruction. God used you to slow me down so that I could hear his voice and so that I could turn away for a minute from the world to actually, you know, realize that I'm better than this. There is greater for me. There's better waiting on me. Any more questions before we wrap it up? All right, so I don't see any more questions popping up. If any more questions popping up, I'll come back to the live and I'll respond to the questions on the live. But before I let you guys go, I just want to release a quick word of prayer for everyone who is on the live and for everyone who took the time out to join me tonight, who thought it not robbery to sacrifice your time, to sacrifice your attention, to sacrifice any and every other thing that you could have been doing to um sit with me for these 45 minutes to an hour we were supposed to be done by 7 45 but we kept having technical difficulties but i'm able i'm glad that we were able to get to this point and release the word and that um you know you guys were came back so Father God, I thank you right now for everyone who is on this live, everyone under the sound of my voice. Father, I thank you right now that they've received something to help them in the next leg of their life. Father God, I thank you right now that they are empowered to go forth and be better people, Father God, to engage things from a different perspective. I thank you right now, Father, that their mindsets are shifting, oh Holy Spirit. I thank you right now that their mind is coming out of the, the water, Father God. They will no longer be submerged in negativity, oh God. I thank you now that as their mind begins to elevate, Father God, their body begins to elevate. They come out of the negative situations that they've been exposed to and that they've allowed themselves to uh, sit in, Father God. I thank you right now, Father, that you give everyone on this live discernment to be able to understand the difference between rejection and opposition, Holy Spirit. I thank you right now that rejection, they will take it with a grain of salt and take the lesson away from it. And I thank you right now that every piece, every shape, form, fashion of opposition that they experience, Father God, that is not divine. Father, I thank you right now that they kick down walls, Father, being able to plow through them to be able to get where you have called them to be. I thank you right now, Father, that every spirit of rejection that was sent to delay and hinder their lives. I thank you right now that it has no right reign or rule, Father, in their lives anymore. I thank you right now that deliverance and breakthrough have taken place, Holy Spirit. I thank you right now that they are able to be free, Father God, and the shackles are, are off, Father God. The chains are breaking, Father God. The bondage that was once on their mind and their body is breaking right now. They will no longer be suppressed by the spirit of rejection. I thank you right now Father, that they will rest well tonight. I thank you right now for blessings on their behalf, Father God, for their sacrifice of love and patience and time and engaging in this life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.